Blog Talk Radio. Yes, sometimes her dad is there, uh, it's on and off, um, 
he'll take years where he won't talk to her, and he doesn't believe in the illness. He believes it's, like, not real, and um, he's an alcoholic, so I kind of think it's a toxic relationship anyways for them. But, uh, yeah, I basically check up on her every day. There's points where she's lived with me, but right now she's with her dad. And what made you, what about this made you want to fight for her, for Huntington? Because I love her. She's like my sister. Um, We grew up, we did sports together, we worked together, we went to school together, we had the same friends, and we've always been by each other's side since we were kids. And so I just love her to death and found this out. I was so devastated because I thought I'd been through a lot in life already, but um, I told God that, you know, my best friend getting diagnosed with Huntington's disease is way worse because I thought it couldn't get much worse, but it did. Yeah. And how old is Taylor? She is 28 and I'm 27. 28 and she's showing symptoms started in 2018. Um, what type of symptoms does she have? So there are a lot of behavior issues and a little bit of cognitive. Um, she can't multitask anymore like she used to be able to when she worked and stuff, but she can't multitask anymore. Uh, she has really bad anxiety, severe depression, suicidal thoughts, irritability. Um, there's times where she has delusions. And she had, let's see, she has delayed responses. When you talk to her, you have to give her a second to, you know, process it. Mm-hmm. Um, she has difficulty finding words to express herself. Um, she doesn't get along with others and has social anxiety. Um, and there's probably more. I just can't think of them all right this second, but um, she's symptomatic for sure. Does she, she have a hard time? Really stressed. Just, oh, yeah. Like yeah, it's amazing how um, it's amazing how when, when somebody with Huntington's gets agitated or really stressed out, all these other symptoms pop up. Yes. When she's stressed, um, she'll get hand cramps. I guess it's dystonia. Um, and she'll be like, ow, 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 and try to, like, you know, let it go. And this is new to us. This just started happening. Um, so we're like, oh, wow, you know, there's another symptom. Um, mm-hmm. It's just really sad, too, because she's real clumsy. So, like, when we went out to eat and she knocked over her plate and it went everywhere, like, you know, maybe about six months ago, we were just like, wow, you know, this is the HD. Dropping in uh, all the time, Does she ever talk to you about, like, how it makes her feel knowing that she's got symptoms, being so young and knowing she has symptoms? Yes. um, She doesn't talk about it much like she used to. Um, but it devastates her, um, especially for her children. She's very strong, so I see her just fighting through it every day, but um, inside I know it's killing her because she's very suicidal. She's attempted twice to kill herself, uh, traumatizing me because I was there to save her one time. Um, So I don't think she's handling it very well, but a lot better than what she did. So she's getting better. Yeah. I know it's hard as somebody who's tested positive and I've known a long time um, that I'm going to get it, but it's hard when you have to start looking at um, 
you know, are there symptoms involved and what does that mean for my children and, um, you know, what does that mean for what I need to do for the future? Um, Those thoughts are really hard. And then to see, it's one of the things that I talk to my mom about is that, you know, you've got to realize that dad is still there and he knows what's going on and he can't do anything about it. So it's extremely frustrating for him. Um, and learning to be patient because, um, because they can't help it. And that's a, that's a hard thing as a caregiver, um, to have to do. And it sounds like, you know, you're both young and and having to be a caregiver at your age, especially when you weren't expecting it. That's tough. It is. Um, it's another responsibility and, um, it worries me because, you know, every day is different with Huntington's disease. And a lot of people don't understand it. They think that, you know, she's just making it up where it's all in her head. They say that a lot. But uh, I try to explain it to people. But it's really hard for, like, people to understand. For us to have the same friends, like, anymore is not the same because nobody really likes her anymore. Um, but they just don't understand. So uh, that's the hard part. The hardest part is, trying to take care of myself while taking care of her too because I'm always mm-hmm. at her foot in hand, you know, trying to take care of her, making sure, you know, there's days where she won't get out of bed for like three or four days and, you know, eat, not put food up, you know, she kind of makes a mess. But I understand it's the apathy and depression, you know, so I try to keep up with all that, but then it gets overwhelming once in a while because she depends on me and I still don't, you know, know what I'm exactly doing with Huntington's disease because I'm new to this. What do you do um, when you you mentioned that, you know, friends don't want to hang out anymore and they don't like her anymore. What do you do to educate them when those when those issues come up? I always educate them. I will go even in full-blown detail of what Huntington's disease is. I will tell them, you know, the symptoms and explain to them it's the disease. And they all, you know, some of them, not all, but some of them will act like they hear me out and try to have compassion for it, but... They just don't understand, I guess. Yeah, I think that it's hard for people to, um, when you put something in front of them that's just devastating, like people don't know how to respond. Um, I notice that even in my own friendships, people, um, I think it's very rare for somebody like you to kind of step into this role of advocate and caregiver for a friend. because most people don't don't know how to do that, right? Like they don't know how to help as a friend because they've got their own mm-hmm. lives and it's really hard. So I, I just have to say I, I think it's so amazing that you've taken on this responsibility and I know it's so hard for you and it's all new for you guys, but it's an amazing thing for you to do as a friend to step in and help her and I just commend you for that. Thank you. Friends don't stay with Huntington's disease, so it's um... – you don't hear, you know, best friends advocating and doing this for their best friend. But I felt like, you know, God led me to her when I was a teenager because we needed each other and we're here for a purpose and we're going to fight Huntington's disease and that's what I'm going to do. So, and we have three yeah, kids and that's her what we need. that we need to fight for. So she has three children at risk? Yes. How old are they? 
It is Ava is 10. Nathan's birthday is tomorrow. He will be six. And then Allie is going to be eight this year. Have they, like, do they know what's happening to their mom? Do they understand? They definitely don't understand. They know that, you know, she lost custody of them. So when she got diagnosed, she lost custody of her children because of um, aggression and outbursts and irritability and, like, a lot of different things. So her kids went to their dad's parents, which is their grandparents, so they stay with their grandparents. Um, they know she's sick, but they think that mommy, like, just left her them, you know, and um, they just don't understand that she's sick. But they know she's sick, and that's what they hear. But um, they definitely have a lot of confusion, especially with the other side of the family saying bad things about her when they don't even understand HD. They actually hate her. They've been, in, they've, like, beat her up and stuff. They're, like, terrible people to her but yeah so it's hard for her to see her children and everything else so there's no way to kind of educate the kids and get them involved in stuff like hdo so they can understand what their mom's going through no uh it'd be nice to try that um but they're in the care of you know the grandparents and they don't support it they just they don't want nothing to do with Taylor. They don't like her. So. I'm so sorry to hear that. Yeah. How does, sure. um, you've got a young daughter as well. How does she react to it? She will, actually, she's really good at it. Um, I'm just like, well, sometimes a two-year-old knows to do better than I do. Uh, so <laughs> when we're arguing her sometimes, because it's hard sometimes to really keep yourself together when they're having outbursts or they're attacking you with the HD aggression and outbursts and tantrums. So anyways, there's times where I'll, you know, I'll slip up and I'll say something and my mom, uh, Nova will be like, mama and TT, you want to get along with your friends. Everything's okay. <laughs> so <laughs> it's good to have her around when we're like, you know, she'll be like, calm down. Everything's okay. That's what she says a lot. And uh, so she knows when she can feel the energy when it's not right. So we're working on it so she doesn't see any of those tantrums and outbursts and things like that with Taylor. And she's getting better with medicine and stuff, so. That's so sweet. My daughter is two years old, too, and um, when my dad tries to stand up, because my dad's supposed to be wheelchair-bound, but he still tries to stand up. And my mom has said, Steve, stop, so many times, but now my daughter will see him stand up and go, Steve, stop, Steve, stop. And then uh-huh. when he starts walking, she starts crying and goes, Mama, Papa, Mama, Papa, and starts pointing at him. So cause she knows he's not supposed to be walking. <laughs> so it's amazing yeah. what our toddlers pick up on even um, in, in yeah. knowing that something's not right. Yes. She's great to have because I need her really. She's an angel. And she'll be a future advocate. So, yeah, I call Zoe my uh, my future HD warrior. She's the next generation. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, so you have support group. That's what I was about to I also ask. Support so you group, um, called Hope for Huntington's Disease, and um, 
I was going to let everybody know that um, you can join the group on Facebook, Hope for Huntington's Disease. Uh, we support each other, and we're there for each other like family. We give advice, and we battle Huntington's Disease together. And uh, my best friend loves it. Um, when she got diagnosed, I made it because I ed um, educated myself, like, every day until I understood Huntington's Disease. And that's what I wanted to do, you know, is educate others about it. And uh, she ends up loving the group and stuff, but she's not really in the Facebook much, so she's not on here much. But, uh, yeah, you know about Hope Huntington's yep i'm a member of it so definitely check it out on facebook it's a wonderful group to be in great support group um and i love that you started it and Kay, i'm just i'm very impressed by you and appreciative that you are there in taylor's life i know she's going through a tough time and um, it sounds like doesn't have a lot of support other than you and um, it, she's very very lucky to have you thank you so much and thank you so much for coming on to the show. Did you have any final thoughts for us before we end the show? Uh, no, just thank you for letting me share my story and talk to you about Huntington's disease. Thank you. Absolutely, absolutely. We're so glad to have you. And certainly anybody else who is interested in sharing their story, please feel free to reach out to me. We love to have stories because everybody's battling something, and we're all in this together. And Kay and Taylor are a perfect example of that. Um, Kay, please make sure that Taylor knows we love her and we support her as well. Um, if you guys will be listening next week, we actually will have Unicure on. Um, I'm very excited about the show because they're going to be giving an update about their uh, clinical trial. So please make sure to tune in next week to listen. We also am going. To, uh, we are also going to have. Sorry, I'm having a hard time speaking. Um, we are also going to have another pharmaceutical company on the show in July called Triplet, Triplet Therapeutics, and um, they will be sharing um, how they are working on stuff for HD and how they're doing it differently. So I'm really looking forward to having them on as well. Um, but again, Kay, thank you for joining us today. Everybody, you have a wonderful afternoon, and we will talk to you again next week. Take care. Thank you. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.